This is Jimmy Scroggins. I'm the lead pastor at Family Church in West Palm Beach, Florida. Are you tired of going to conferences, reading books, and listening to speakers who tell you how to do church when you know that you cannot do what they are recommending? You've come to the right place on our podcast. We're going to give you principles, strategies, and ideas that you can implement right now with the resources you have at your church because this is church for the rest of us. Hey, welcome back to Church for the Rest of Us. Jimmy Scroggins here, Family Church Downtown in West Palm Beach, Florida. And today I have with us in the studio, of course, co-host Leslie Bennett, engineer Carly Silman, and one of our communications specialists, Monica O'Connor, here at Family Church. And these ladies are really fantastic at everything that they do. They help us with our graphics, with our design, with our ideas for promotion. And during the Corona apocalypse, that's become even more crucial as we try to push more content online, keep our people together at Family Church Online. And so I wanted the team that's our part of our communications team to just talk about this. And Leslie, you, in the many hats that you wear in the Family Church Network, you do oversee all of our communications. So I'd be interested to let you just kind of weigh in, tell us what you're thinking, and maybe tell more about what Carly and Monica do on your team. That sounds good. So yeah, I'm excited because we have my peeps today. (laughs) So Carly and Monica, two of my favorite people, number one, just as people and the heart that they have to serve the Lord and do everything that they do with excellence. So such a joy to get to serve with them. And then, of course, our communications team, which may seem big to some churches, seems small to us. We feel like we're small but mighty. Um, We accomplish a lot because we do have, in normal times, not corona times, we have 12 different campuses. Mm -hmm. And so we have a lot of things that we're communicating across all of our campuses. Carly is our communications manager. So she basically keeps all the ships moving on time. She keeps everything happening the way it needs to happen. She makes plans. She executes them. She makes assignments and makes sure that everything arrives on time, which I love. And then Monica is actually our lead graphic designer. She's worked with us for a number of years just actually came back on staff full-time after being a contract employee for us. So we're so glad to have Monica back. So Monica, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and about your background, and then Carly will let you do that. You're our engineer, but I don't think we've ever let you do that. So Monica? Yeah. So I'm Monica O'Connor, and I went to school at the University of South Florida for design, and I just love the difference between art and design, and that art really kind of talks about the artists and what they're walking through, but design kind of is the voice for the voiceless. So I kind of like to use that as a tool to communicate and use that as a tool to help communicate our mission and ultimately make Jesus famous. There you go. I love that, Monica, because you and your husband, Jack, you guys remember how long? We've been married for five years. Five years. All right. So (laughs) they met here. I know. So that's what I'm saying. But you're steeped in the mission of Family Church. I mean, you got family roots here, lots of a spider web of family entanglements throughout Family Church, different campuses. And so that's one of the things I love is that you not only are skilled at your job of design, but you also have the heart of the mission. And Leslie, one of the things that you've done pulling this team together is these aren't mercenaries. No. These are people who really understand the, the mission. Yeah. 
So Carly, tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. Thank you so much, Leslie. It's a pleasure to be here. I love working with Pastor Jimmy, with you, your leadership on our team. It's just flourished. Thank you so much for all the direction that you've given us and the support. My background is I graduated from University of Florida with an economics degree, and then I kind of transitioned into marketing. And then now here in my role as communications manager, I oversee the team's workflow. I just make sure that our projects are done according to timeline, executed flawlessly, just take direction from you on what's important and what we want to communicate from a messaging standpoint. And I support the talent like Monica. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) So we've been super busy, obviously, like all communications teams, no matter what size you are, any person that's in communications, Carly and I are on a Facebook group for church communications, which I highly recommend to any church communicators if you're not a part of that group. But everybody's been working their tails off, basically, all communications people, because we went from in-person church to digital church and online church, and that just stretched everybody. But now we're thinking about regathering, and that's the conversation that we're having today. Mm -hmm. We chose to call that family reunion, which I think is fun. I think that was actually Carly's idea when we were talking about, okay, what do we want to say as we begin to gather again? Go Carly. Yeah, Carly said, let's call it family reunion. So we've been calling it family reunion, and now we're trying to figure out how are we going to tell people what we're doing, because we're going to have two things happening Pastor Jimmy, we're going to have in-person gatherings, and then we're going to have, you know, our continued online content. So how are we going to do that? So how have we thought through that a little bit? I don't know, Carly, if you want to start with that. Sure. I can just top line it and say we want to have a dual focus. So we want to make sure that we're getting all the logistics aligned for opening for our family reunions at not only one campus, but multiple campuses. And then we also want to make sure that we're producing an excellent product as far as Family Church Online and just making sure that we continue to grow and strengthen that and our content as well. Yeah. So we call that Family Church at Home. Mm -hmm. So basically what you guys are working on right now, we've redesigned our website. It'll be twice. So we we took our website (laughs) to what, you know, from what it was down to Family Church at Home. Mm Mm-hmm. Within like a week, mm-hmm. uh, Monica had a big hand in that. Mm-hmm. And now we have to go from family church at home to, you know, both, like I said, in person and at home. So how are you thinking through that, Monica, from like the website perspective? Yeah, so I'm just thinking through some little subconscious reminders that any reader could see where we have a kind of a generic family church look and feel where there's a lot of key colors. We use a lot of navy blue, a lot of gray. But then when you come into the family church at home look, while it still falls under our main aesthetic, like there's just some little nuances and some separate little nuances for family reunion. And we call those sub brands. And so we've kind of developed just really streamlined icons that we can pair with anything that's under the family reunion look or under the family church at home look. And and we really just honed in on just taking a couple of textures and a couple of colors and the way that we use them. And they're really key to, to those looks so that our viewers kind of have those little back of the mind reminders of what's going on and, and what we might be talking about based on aesthetics. Hey, I want to press into that for a second, if I could, Monica. Mm-hmm. And this is just my ignorance about the whole theory of design showing, I'm sure, but So like for any size church, why is branding so important? Like why is this idea of having a particular look with a particular color palette, certain lines, certain fonts, why does this matter for any size church? Well, I think it really matters because no matter how great of a pastor or kind of a team or great hearted 
your team is, ultimately people see your brand before they get to know you. They're going to see your sign on the street. They're going to see the things that you produce long before they get to know the heart of your church. So if you're putting out things that look kind of haphazard and every day you've got like a different look or they look really outdated, somebody who is coming in off the street kind of sees that as exactly what it is, outdated and haphazard. And so in a way, it kind of makes it look like you're not really putting all your effort into it. And that's really the way we're communicating now is really visually You know, people are using social media and things to find their churches. And so what message are you putting out aesthetically and how much care are you putting into that? Yeah. And that's so well said because uh, a lot of people that sit in my seat as the lead pastor, the teaching pastor, we like to say, oh, no, no, no. It's our doctrine. It's our theology. It's our historic roots. It's our church polity. It's It's our good Bible teaching. And all of that is foundational. If you don't have that, you don't need branding. But if no matter what, whether you're a church of a hundred with just one pastor or whoever you are, I just think this message that everything you do speaks from what's on your church sign to mm-hmm. the way your church sign looks, to the way that your facility looks, to the printed pieces that you hand out when you used to do that, if you ever do that again, okay. to what's on your website. That's one of the things I love about you, Monica, is you think so intentionally about things that I didn't even realize. Because most of us just go to the store and go... I like that package. Right. And we just, you know, that's a cool Coke can. Right. And we, but you actually are thinking through that. And it could be done on any level. You don't have to have a degree in design from the University of Not South Florida all. to think about this stuff. Not at all. And then part of what we do is take some of these designs too. And Carly, one of the things that you specialize in is social media. So I'm curious about how we have ramped up our social media strategy during the Corona apocalypse. Because all of a sudden when we're not gathering, wow, the channels from our website, Instagram, Facebook, like all this stuff, it's always mattered, but now it's almost like all that matters. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's been definitely a team effort. We've had a lot of participation and cross-functional collaboration. So a lot of our worship leaders are actually helping with social media and that just helps us with building creative content from different points of view, but still on message, still on brand. Mm -hmm. And I think some of the main important points that branding provides is that people will always remember how you make them feel. So when they see your brand and it makes them feel a certain way, it'll just trigger something in their mind like, oh, this is going to be a great experience or what I'm about to see is something quality. And to your point, Pastor Jimmy, everything that we do is underlying our strong theological foundation. Mm -hmm. So we in social media, we just want to amplify the message of the gospel, the message that you preach each week. So whatever we're putting out, we just want to make sure that is aligned. And we have a presence now on Facebook, on YouTube, on Instagram. And Monica has been an integral part in building up our Instagram presence and making sure that it's curated the right way. So I'm just really excited about what we've accomplished. Yeah, the look really matters in social media and on our website. And so the fact that we talked early on about don't waste a crisis, I would say one of the ways that our team hasn't wasted this crisis is, like you said, Carly, we've been able to get more people in the game with us digitally mm-hmm. and have their input, their creativity with direction, you know, like how the look and what the aesthetic is. Monica speaking into that. So we're kind of putting out something that, in my opinion, is high quality, mm-hmm. um, but we're putting out more of it. It's not like we weren't doing it before because we were, but we were always wanting to do it better. And this has really allowed us, I feel like, to take 
leaps and bounds in terms of what we've been able to do both on our website and on our social media accounts um, because of the collective creativity and the people yeah. like speaking into it. I and it's forced us to do it. Right. Because, because we've always said, gosh, we've got to be so much better at this. And right. We just don't do very well social media. And our website is just, you know, it's okay, but it's just not what we want it to be. And our online production, our videos and everything, it's okay. It's better than it used to be. But we've never been proud of it. And so the Corona apocalypse has forced us to shift resources and emphasis and focus because now, again, you know, we've gone from a multi-site face-to-face church and we hang our hat on face-to-face. Like, like right. that's why we don't do video preaching. We are in-person, gathered church. That is what we believe is the model in the scriptures and what we want to get back to. But for now, our online and social media, that, you know, we've gone from a, a multi-site across uh, multiple counties, you know, three counties and 13, 12 locations and multiple languages gathering face-to-face to a website. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all of a sudden, a website and Facebook sudden, pages. And, and a YouTube yeah. channel, you know. And so, so that's why this is so vital. And I'm pretty sure every church of every size has had to do it. And I have friends that pastor churches of all sizes. So I've watched a lot of them on Facebook Live on Sundays or on their website that have a much lower production uh, level than what we have at Family Church. I also have friends that have a much higher production Mm -hmm. value than what we have at Family Church. And it doesn't matter. Everybody should be doing the best that they can with what they have, right? Use use what you have. Do what you can. That's what we believe. And then let Jesus multiply it. So, Leslie, as you're kind of directing this team, I know that uh, all of a sudden, some of the things that have always been kind of like, yeah, one day we need to get around right. to that, have now been like, Leslie, get it going. Uh, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So tell, tell us about some of the steps that you've had to take to push us forward quickly. Well, right now, the steps that we're taking again, I mean, we took a massive number of steps when at first we were going to shut down. As we begin to think about going to reopen, I think I'm just trying to get the team to think really clearly again about how we're going to communicate what's happening in person and what's happening online. So I've asked Carly and Monica to work on a website where it's very clear, where I think we're about to launch it. And it is very clear. If you want to worship at home, This is where you click and this is where you go. If you want to worship in person, this is where you click and this Mm -hmm. is where you go. And so working on that strategy, getting ready to um, all of our signage that needs to happen across all of our campuses. We're really talking a lot about that so that when people come, the signage is clear. And again, Monica's developed this look of what our family reunion looks like. So hopefully, like she talks about, I mean, it is very subconscious and maybe a lot of people don't think about it or they don't realize that they think about it. But when they walk in, they're going to see the things that they've already seen associated with family reunion and it's going to, that, that, that connection is going to be made. So we're just thinking through, you know, signage. One of the things that we've been able to do that has allowed us to be more digital is obviously we're not printing anything. So I think we've talked about the For things. For years, right? <laughs> your team has said, please, right. can we stop with these bullets? Right. So right? the things You guys that- can't see this, but literally in the background- <laughs> There are camera guys doing this. That's okay, right. So like That's right. nobody on the community's case team wants to print the book. That's right. So, you know, why weren't we making good digital progress before? I mean, A, we didn't have as many people speaking into it. And B, we were printing a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And when you have to print that number of things, it takes a whole team to make that happen. So we're abandoning printing. We might do a few things, but we're thinking how we continue to do our email marketing and our e-blasts, our website and our social media. These will continue to be our primary communications channels. So as we go into reunion, how are we going to use each one of those to let people know what we're doing? They want to know 
when are we meeting? Where are we meeting? How are we meeting? And we have to be the ones that tell them about yeah, that. Yeah, whatever we find out, maybe we can tell them. Well, that's the other thing is, you know, we're in a very fluid situation. So we're being flexible, adaptable, and agile. That's why, that's right. you know, we've set a date. I'm not going to give the date, but we've set a date by it'll which... It'll probably change by the time right. this thing comes out. I know. <laughs> but anyway, so we're going to, we have a date and our team is aiming to be ready by that date. If it gets pushed back, it gets pushed back. Yeah. Right. Well, I think that's going to be... That's, Everything that you guys are doing is helping us so much. But let's talk a little bit about some churches that, again, I know there are guys sitting here going, wow, if I could just have Leslie and Carly and Monica at my church, of course, everybody would have great branding and social media and all that stuff. But I'm just a pastor. I only have a part-time assistant or, you know, just a few staff. So how can we do it? So what are some resources that are out there that churches of any size could do? Because everybody, because I wouldn't expect a church with a hundred people to be able to do what family church could do in terms of branding, but you can do better than you're doing right now. Mm-hmm. All right. So <laughs> you don't need to do what someone else is doing. Do better, do the best that you can do. So what are some resources that are out there and how would, how would they go about that? Sure. I can take yeah. that off. Basically, I think all these things can be done to scale. So if mm-hmm. you have an iPhone, if you have a little tripod holder that you can order from Amazon for 20 bucks, I mean, that's a great start right there. And you have lots of creative people around you, whether it's staff or yourself or volunteers that can help students in your student ministry. Yeah. They can just jump in and be your social media street team and help you get that content produced and then posted. So there's lots of apps. There's Canva that you can download. You don't need to necessarily have the Adobe Creative, Spe- creative Suite of programs to create graphic design. So those are just a couple of tangible things that somebody in any church of any size could do and download. Yeah, absolutely. And I would say, since we were talking about kind of having that cohesive look and looking really intentional with the things that you're presenting to people, it doesn't cost any money. You don't have to have any kind of degree. Just go on Pinterest and find a, a collection of images that you like that feel that you feel speak to the people around you and speak to what you're trying to do and make sure that they all kind of have the same feel, whether it be they're they're kind of colored the same way or they're, you know, I, I like this texture or I like big, bold block letter font, whatever it is, find a few consistencies and you can keep that going. So if you have a team of students, send them the Pinterest board so they can see what you're going for and they will naturally fall in line with what you put out there if you have a groove with with the uh, aesthetic mark you're trying to hit. So I think you'll make yourself 10 steps ahead if you just have somewhat of a grid that you're trying to fall into. Yeah, absolutely, Mm Mon. I I agree with you and you're such an expert and masterful with the branding and things like that. But But that brings me to a point. We have actually created a brand manual that we're happy to add in the show notes so people can just take a look and just kind of borrow those concepts for themselves. Yeah, and where we got the brand manual was just looking at what other people do, what other churches did. We actually Mm -hmm. looked at universities because we're a multi-site church, so we thought universities would be a good place to look. I think Monica and I, we did that like five or five years ago or something. We worked on our brand manual, and then you know we've learned how to put together, like Monica said, so any kind of initiative that we have where we want to keep the look consistent, she'll put together you know a little one pager on what we're doing, but anybody could do it. I don't know if any, I couldn't do it, but probably anybody else could you do could, it. You so. Could. You just, right, so let me, let I'm me, not sure about anybody could do it, but let me just take if you have a little bit of future. art eye. All right. So my family watched Back to the Future movies during the current apocalypse, all three of them, which I watched them in the 80s when I was there actually in theaters. Right. And I remember those movies being a lot better back then than I thought they were when yeah. we watched them together. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, these are the dumbest movies 
that I've ever seen. And they and also they talk filthy in this movie. Like I was like, I, I can't believe yeah. it. I watched it. The, the, it was, I was like, uh, geez, guys, sorry about all the cussing. But anyways, <laughs> I digress. The point is that when I started in ministry, the way that we branded things, and you, even with the big youth group, is we had clip art books. You guys remember? You ever have heard of that, Monica? You haven't heard of it. Clip art books were these books that were like this thick, and they came out like youth production companies would put them out there and you'd open it up and they have like little cartoons or little like ways that you could advertise. Like if you had lock-in, so they'd have like a whole section on lock-in promotion. And then you would get on a copy machine and copy them and make them the size that you want. And then you'd copy and you'd like literally take scotch tape and tape them onto your Word documents. And then, <laughs> yes. I love it. Monica's face is a good, a horrified look on her face. I'm no, you. I love it. That's awesome. I'm telling you, that's how we used to do it. Yeah. And so uh, this, this, these are the biggest churches. This is how big churches did. You know, we've come a long way from there, but this is what I would just like to say to everyone listening. You can do better. Whatever you're doing right now, you can do better. If you're at a big church, you can put more focus on it. Your team can probably do better. If you're at a medium-sized church and you're doing nothing, you do have enough resources. You can do better. And if you're at a small church, you're like, we just don't have any resources. You actually do have some resources. There are people in your church with a marketing background. There are people in your church that you don't even know about who either studied marketing in school or they have done marketing or they worked in a marketing department at their firm or they work in a small company. And one of their many hats that they wear is the marketing. And you can tap in. You could even build, if you want to, a team or a task force of lay people for free that Mm -hmm. could kind of serve as your brand development group. And I would recommend that everybody do it. Now, before you guys all push back on me and say, oh, Jimmy, you've been co-opted by the world. You know, you're you're talking about branding. Man, we're not about branding. We're about Jesus. You know, Jesus even said, let your works so shine before men. Let your light so shine before men that they see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. One of the ways that we let our light shine is we have to speak to the world in the language that they speak. That's why St. Paul said, I have become all things to all men in order that I might save some. This is part of how we speak. So digital is part of how people speak. Web is part of how people speak. YouTube is part of how people speak. Branding is part of how people speak. It's like a language. To ignore branding and act like you're too good for it or too theologically deep for it, it's like somebody moving to another country and saying, I'm too theologically deep to learn their language. I'm just going to (laughs) keep preaching in English uh, because I've got good theology and I've got good teaching. That is so dumb because people won't be able to hear what you're saying. You've got to speak to people in the language that they speak. That's what we're talking about. Hey, it has been awesome. Thank you guys so much for joining. Thanks for what you do on our team. Thanks. All of you are so inspiring, encouraging, and fun. You make our team better, our church better, and you help us get the message of Jesus to people so we can build families and help them discover and pursue God's design. Hey, thank you guys for listening. Check out our show notes. Check out our brand manual. If there's any way we can help you, email us, call us, text us, do something, DM us. Isn't that a thing? Like you can DM us. All right, DM us. Yeah, that's right. When you're on the Twitter or whatever, you're on the gram, uh, kids call it. But uh, we'd love to hear back from you. This has been Jimmy. Leslie, Monica, and Carly, church for the rest of us. Thank you so much for joining us on today's podcast. I'd love for you to follow me on Twitter at Jimmy Scroggins or check out FamilyChurchNetwork.com to chime in on our blog. We want your feedback on today's podcast. Plus, we want to know what you are doing because we want to learn from you too. Hey, until next time. This is Jimmy Scroggins, and you've been listening to Church for the Rest of Us.